Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try to Care. If you're new here, hello. My name is Ashley. I'm so happy to have you here. I first just want to say thank you so much for all of the love on the last episode. I'm so happy to hear that you're all loving the advice sessions already. I'm going to be doing those the last Monday of every month. So if you want to ask me questions, if you want to get advice, you have any topics you want me to talk about, make sure to fill out a community form that I have highlighted on my Instagrams. And my Instagram, my TikTok, and my YouTube will all be in the description of today's episode. So just like I did last year, the episodes for the month of February are going to be revolving around relationships and self-love. So today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to love yourself, increasing your self-worth, not relying on others, and honestly, how to date yourself. I feel like the month of February and especially Valentine's Day itself is heavily focused on relationships with other people and romance with other people. And there's not much focus on loving yourself and focusing on yourself. And of course, it's amazing to have someone to celebrate Valentine's Day with and to feel loved by, but you can still feel that love and get everything that you need from a partner within yourself. You don't need to feel alone this Valentine's Day just because you're single. You can love you a million times better than anyone you meet. I know for me, a huge reason why I struggled in the past with loving myself and accepting myself was because I was hurt so many times by other people, by guys in particular. It's really hard to feel wanted and feel important when you have someone telling you that they love you so much and they'll never leave you and that you're everything they've ever wanted and they make all of these promises to you and they make you feel so damn special and in the blink of an eye, they leave you and completely disregard all of the bullshit lies they fed you. It's really easy to tell yourself that you're worthless and unlovable or hard to love when you had someone who told you they did love you and then they were able to change their mind. In my head, if 
they were able to change their mind, that must mean they either didn't love me to begin with or I was just very easy to let go of and fall out of love with. For me, I didn't have many people in my life telling me that I was beautiful or that I was special or that I was deserving of love. So when someone did come into my life and tell me all of those things, it made me feel as if they were true. But when this person or when these people decided they no longer agreed with those things and decided they no longer loved me or wanted me, it felt as if they took those words with them. Because they no longer believed it, I no longer believed it. I didn't think I was beautiful on my own. I didn't think I deserved love or good things on my own. These people that had come into my life made me feel that way. So when they left me, so did all of those good feelings I had about myself. Before I even get into what I'm about to say, I just want you to know if you've ever felt like that, if you've ever felt as if you are beautiful or you are intelligent or you are amazing or you are deserving of love because someone else told you you are, just know that is what you are and what you deserve. Those people were able to see it, but just because they decided at one point that they didn't want it anymore or they decided to leave you, just know it doesn't take away from your power. I am so unbelievably sorry that someone was able to come into your life and tell you they loved you and that they'd always be there for you and weren't able to keep their promises. But their inability to love you right does not take away from who you are and what you have to offer. Everything that they said is because that's what you are and you were that before them and you will be that after them and even more after they're gone. We determine so much of our self-worth off of how other people perceive us and how other people treat us. Just because that guy or that person in your life decided they wanted to date someone else or they didn't want to be with you doesn't mean that there's anything wrong with you or that you're not deserving of love. We spend so much of our time looking outward and looking to others to validate us looking for relationships to validate us, looking to others to tell us how great we are because we can't look in the mirror and say it to ourselves and truly mean it. I can't even tell you how many games I've had to play in the past with guys to make them like me or try to make them fall in love with me. I put so much effort into making myself appear a certain way or make myself come off as the perfect girlfriend material I would jump through hoops for these guys if that meant there was a chance at them giving me what I wanted, which was validation. And let me tell you, it was exhausting. And every time my plan failed and they didn't end up giving me that validation and they didn't end up falling in love with me, it hurt 10 times worse because I tried to be everything they wanted and I still couldn't be that. And it just decreased my self-worth even more. And it's funny because every time someone fucks us over, someone cheats on us, someone lies to us, we say, we deserve better. I deserve better. We allow these people to make us feel so unworthy while 
simultaneously saying we deserve better. How fucking confusing is that? It's like we subconsciously know that we are worth more than what we've been given and we deserve more credit, but we still feed the narrative that we don't deserve it and that's why we keep allowing it. You can say all you want that you deserve better, but you will only ever get what you allow. If you keep allowing these people to treat you badly, more bad things will come. The reason you allow these people to hurt you time and time again is because you do not truly believe you deserve better, no matter how many times you say you do. If you knew that you deserve better and you deserve someone who treated you right, someone who loved you the way you wanted them to, you wouldn't give these people that hurt you a second of your time. Every time you allow someone to treat you like shit, you set the standard for everyone else around you to treat you the exact same way. And you're probably like, okay, Ashley, damn, like when, when did this turn on me? Why am I being blamed? But I'm giving you tough love right now because I have been in this position and it's not easy. So how the hell are you supposed to break the cycle of people treating you shitty and expect more and demand more from people when you've never truly felt loved in your life? How are you supposed to know what real love is and what it feels like when you've never experienced it before? But what if I told you you could experience real love without looking for it in others? We are all so focused on having a partner or being in a relationship or being pursued by someone and we're willing to put that time and energy into someone else and their life, but not willing to do that for ourselves. What if you learned real love by giving it to yourself and truly loving you so fucking much that you don't need to go looking for love in someone else? I think a lot of people aren't able to wrap their heads around loving themselves because they don't know what that looks like. When you think of love, you think of this big, deep emotion for someone else. And it's kind of weird to think about yourself that way. Like, how can I be in love with me? That's fucking weird. That sounds pretty conceited. But I was listening to this podcast the other day. And it's called The Happiness and Success Podcast by Dr. Lisa Marie Bobby. And she brought up the idea of thinking of love as a choice and not so much an emotion. Of course, you can feel love for others and you could be gifted the feeling of being loved by others. But ultimately, love is a choice that is paired with emotions like happiness. When you love someone, you choose to act a certain way towards them and you choose to do certain things to express how you feel. And when I heard that love is a choice and not so much of an emotion, I was like, holy shit, that's so much easier to comprehend and apply to yourself when learning to love yourself. I don't have to have this immense, crazy, passionate emotion towards myself and I don't have to feel the way that I feel for others towards myself but I need to choose myself and choose to treat myself the way I do for others that I love. I don't need to ask others to treat me a certain way and I don't need to wait around for someone else to love me because 
I can be the example for how others treat me. I don't need to wait around for someone else to show me what I deserve or make me feel worthy. I can learn how to do that and set the new standard. I've also noticed that a lot of people, myself included, often ask others for things that they're lacking within themselves. For example, if you feel the need to ask your boyfriend or girlfriend to compliment you, yeah, of course, it's nice to hear that they think you're pretty or you're great, but do you need to hear that because you haven't been complimenting yourself? Have you said anything nice to yourself lately? Or if you feel the need to ask your partner to do nice things for you, like take you out on dates, Again, would be awesome if they did, but are you craving that because you're depriving yourself of it? When was the last time you took yourself out to your favorite coffee shop or took yourself out shopping? Do you see what I mean? Like, are you asking for these things from other people because that's what you actually need from yourself? The reason it's so important that you learn to love yourself and take care of yourself is So that way you're always good. You never have to rely on others. And being self-sufficient is going to raise your self-worth by a million. When you love yourself and you learn unconditional love, the kind of love where you love yourself at your best and worst and you can't walk away from you when you fuck up. And you're not going to stop trying and pushing to be the best version of you for you. That's when you know that you are so worth loving and so deserving of being pursued. And if anyone is unable to match that same time and effort that you give to yourself, they aren't worth it. It's not about you not being worth it anymore. It becomes them not being worth it and not worthy of your time or your energy. When you learn to love yourself and you put yourself first, you are no longer the problem. You are no longer questioning yourself and you no longer question why things didn't work out with someone. You now know 100% that the reason it didn't work out is because they couldn't give you that love that you are so able to give to yourself. If someone wants to walk away from you because the relationship gets too hard or it gets too complicated, let them walk. When you raise your self-worth and you know what you deserve, You will no longer allow people to make you feel ashamed or discouraged from you being you. If you can love you at your best and worst and you can forgive you when you slip up, so can they. And if they can't, they don't deserve you and that's their problem, not yours. I think one of the biggest things that you need to understand is your time and your energy is a privilege. Not just anyone gets it. I know it's hard to grasp that and it's easy to slip up and allow people into your space who don't belong there, especially when you went from allowing anyone into your space who is willing to validate you or give you a small piece of what you were looking for. But one thing you will learn when you become so comfortable and secure in your relationship with yourself is you won't have patience to deal with anyone who isn't willing to give you what you need or respect what you ask for. There's no more taking risks and seeing how this person plays a role in your life or waiting to see how they treat you. When you discover this new appreciation and love for yourself, 
people will need to earn your presence. They will need to prove to you that they are deserving of you, not the other way around anymore. With all of that being said, you might be asking yourself, how the fuck am I supposed to raise my self-worth and love myself when I have no idea how to love myself or even where I would begin? I think the easiest way to understand how to love yourself and how to actually implement it into your life is to look at your love languages. We all know everyone has love languages and we want our partners to love us with our love languages. For example, if your love language is gift giving, you would want your partner to buy you gifts and do thoughtful gestures for you. And if your love language is words of affirmation, you would want your partner to encourage you and appreciate you and to listen to you when you speak. Using love languages is a really great tool to learn how to love your partner the way that they need, but it's also a really great tool to learn how you want and how you need to be loved. So I'm going to break it down by each love language and give you ways that you can use that love language towards yourself and show yourself love. Starting with words of affirmations, words of affirmations typically is wanting words of encouragement, being affirmed, appreciated, having someone who listens to you and empathizes with you. When you have a partner, you want them to be supportive of you and encourage you and you want them to listen to you and be there for you when you need them. I think we easily forget to do this for ourselves because we're with ourselves 24-7, and we think we know how we feel, so we don't feel the need to check in with ourselves, and we don't feel the need to remind ourselves of the things that we ask from others. Showing love to yourself through words of affirmations can look like complimenting yourself, writing yourself a love letter, writing kind and empowering words to yourself on your mirror, journaling your emotions, recording videos talking to yourself. One thing that I actually like to do if I'm having a bad day or I need a little bit of encouragement for the day, I will send myself a text message to wake up to the next day. So like before I go to bed, I'll send myself an extensive good morning text to myself. We all know how good it feels when you receive a text from someone that you like and it's affirming how great you are and how much they like you, and how proud they are of you. So when you write a text like this to yourself, and you send it to yourself, and you see the actual message in your phone, it kind of tricks your brain into thinking someone else sent it to you, but it still reminds you that you are all of those things in that message, despite it coming from you and not someone else. Moving down the list, we have quality time, very self-explanatory, Quality time is just uninterrupted time where you are focused on your partner or in this case, yourself. Using quality time to show yourself love is going to look something like spending time with yourself, doing your favorite activities, doing what you want to do and when you want to do it. I feel like a lot of the time we hold ourselves back from doing what we actually want to do because we're afraid to do things alone or we're embarrassed to do them. and. If that's the case, you got to take a step back and think, how would I feel if my partner wasn't taking me out on a date because 
they were embarrassed of me. If that would hurt you or that would turn you off, why are you doing that to yourself? Proudly take yourself out to dinner. Proudly go for a walk alone. Make time for yourself just the way you would expect a partner to make time for you. If that means scheduling time alone, schedule in a self-care night. Schedule a night where you take an hour to meditate and read. If you can't make time for yourself, why would you expect anyone to make time for you? Next is acts of service. And basically what acts of service is, is doing things to ease the responsibility and burden of others. Like with my boyfriend, I will constantly ask him to grab me something around the house or do something for me that I am fully capable of doing for myself. But I want him to do it for me. Like I absolutely can get up and grab myself a cup of water, but I'm going to enjoy that water so much more if he gets it for me than if I were to get it for myself. And I sometimes do this without even thinking, but the reason I enjoy when he does things like this for me is because it's showing me that he loves me by being willing to help me, even if it's the smallest thing. It still shows me that he cares enough to do it rather than bitching at me and telling me to do it myself. So applying acts of service to yourself, you want to do things that are going to make your life easier and more structured. You can do this by just adding small things to your daily routine that are going to alleviate any stress or strains that might come up during the day or during the week. Like planning your day and scheduling your week, making sure that your space is clean so you stay organized and focused, washing your clothes and making sure you have clean things to wear throughout the week. Also, just doing things for yourself that show you that you care about your well-being, like taking yourself to therapy and making sure your mental health is good, cooking yourself your favorite meal, filling your water bottle up in the morning so you stay hydrated. If you are willing to do all of these things for other people to show them that you care about them, there's no reason why you can't do the same, if not more, for yourself. With gift giving, it is again what it sounds like, thoughtfulness through gifts and gestures. But instead of waiting for some dumb fuck to buy you flowers or buy you candies or ask you to be their valentine, buy yourself flowers and invest in yourself. For whatever reason, I have always had a very hard time buying myself things. I always feel very guilty when I spend money on myself, but then I always feel really good when I spend money on others. I love to give people gifts and show them I'm thinking about them, whether that's through giving them a gift they really want or surprising them with their favorite coffee. And I'm trying to break that cycle for myself. I still want to be able to spoil the ones I love and give them what I can, but I don't want to feel guilty for doing the same thing for myself. So like the other day, I got paid and I've been putting off buying these two chairs for my studio because eventually I want to have guests and be able to record in the studio, but furniture is so expensive. So I kept putting it off because I didn't feel right spending that amount of money on me. But the other day I was like, fuck it. 
I want these so bad. I keep thinking about them. Just buy the damn chairs. And did I have a little bit of anxiety after clicking checkout and purchasing them? Absolutely. But when I came home the other day and my boyfriend had surprised me by putting them together and I was able to sit in them and look at them and I'm looking at them right now and they look so good. I am so happy and so proud of myself for buying them. I have dated people in my life that would not spend money on me, would not buy me gifts. And whenever I would ask for something and they would deny me of it, it felt so shitty and it made me feel worthless. And I am fortunate enough to have a boyfriend now that his love language is gift giving, so he loves to buy me things. But it's also so fulfilling to me now that I don't have to be told no when I want something. I can get myself whatever it is that I would have asked for or wanted from someone else. I don't have to wait for someone to show me that they're thinking of me or that they love me. I can indulge in the things that make me happy and do it for myself and show myself that I am worthy of the things that I desire. The last one on the list of love languages is physical touch. And this one might sound a little weird to show yourself love through physical touch. Like, what the fuck does that even mean? But it's not entirely what it sounds like. Physical touch is just body language and touch to express love. So when I think of that, I think of focusing on your physical well-being, taking yourself to the gym, taking yourself to Pilates or yoga, spending time doing things like your skincare routine, booking yourself a massage, painting your nails. It could be making your bed super cozy or buying yourself a really cozy blanket so you're comfortable. It could be making eye contact with yourself when you say your affirmations in the mirror. One thing that I do a lot when I'm anxious is I'll give myself a really big squeeze and it relieves any type of anxiety that I might have. I also love, 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 love to do EFT tapping, I recommend it and encourage everyone to do it. And what EFT tapping is, is it's a way of tapping acupuncture points. And while you're doing them, you focus on things like what's bothering you, anxiety, um, if you want to have a good day. And it really just does reset my body and it makes me feel so damn good. I literally swear by it. I just sent a bunch of my favorite videos of tapping to my brother because I want him to try it and I know it would help him. So if you're interested in that, let me know and I can definitely share some of my favorite videos that I use because to me, it really is a game changer. And yeah, I just, I love EFT tapping. But I hope through going over these, it shows you that there's so many ways to love yourself. It's just like I said before, it's not so much about feeling love towards yourself but choosing to love yourself. Obviously, the more you choose to do things for yourself, the more you will feel love for you because you learn to respect yourself and care for yourself. Kind of like any relationship. You don't just start loving someone without getting to know them and spending time with them and doing little things for them. You develop love for them by choosing them every day. 
decide to choose yourself and choose to be good to yourself and choose to give yourself what you keep asking for from others. The last thing that I want to share with you is just a list of 10 things that I came up with to help you fall in love with you. While I made the list, I thought about things that I would expect from a partner and how I would expect them to treat me if they love me. So number one, stop any negative self-talk. How would you feel if someone you liked or someone you were dating constantly was telling you how bad of a person you are or how much of a failure you are or how no one likes you? You would quickly think that this person doesn't like you or if it's in the beginning stages of the relationship, you would be turned off by this. Also, think about how you speak to people that you love and that you like. Would you be comfortable speaking the way you do towards yourself to your partner or someone special in your life? Probably not because you know it would hurt them and it would hurt the connection with that person. Stop hurting yourself and stop ruining your relationship with yourself. Number two, I mentioned this when talking about words of affirmation, but Write love letters to yourself. It always feels good to receive some type of letter or text from someone confessing how they feel about you. Because obviously everyone wants to be told how great they are, but it also gives you another perspective on how others see you and it makes you feel special. You're probably not going to be told every single day by someone how amazing you are. And sometimes when we aren't being reminded of this, we tend to forget how great we are. So instead of thinking that you aren't this amazing person just because you aren't being told by someone, be that person to tell you that you are beautiful and you are talented and you are a great fucking person. Not only will this make you feel good about yourself, but it also reminds you how thoughtful you are as a person. Like who else is just writing love letters to someone else? Spending time confessing how you feel about anyone is so thoughtful And it takes time and energy, and that is very valuable. Number three, going off of love letters, create a playlist for yourself. I always say playlists and music are my love language. It makes me feel so good whenever someone sends me a song and says, this made me think about you, or I think you'll really like this song. It just shows me that someone is thinking about me, and not only thinking about me, but They really know me enough to know that I would connect to this music in some way. When you create a playlist for yourself, you're doing the same thing. You're curating a list of songs that you know that you're going to connect to and understand and love. And when you finish this playlist and it's all done and ready to listen to, every time you listen to it, it reminds you how much time and effort you put into it and how thoughtful it was of you to do that for yourself. Number four, wear clothing that makes you feel good and makes you feel sexy. I can't even tell you how much of my life I spent wearing clothes for other people that I didn't feel good in, but I knew other people liked me in. I remember having to go to family events and feeling the need to wear a dress because I'm a girl and that's what girls are supposed to do and wear and just feeling so uncomfortable in what I was wearing. When you don't feel comfortable in what you're wearing, you're not going to feel confident and you're not going to feel good. The confidence that I have when I'm wearing a big hoodie and sweatpants, but my makeup and hair looks good 
is unmatched. I feel so fucking powerful and so productive and I feel like the baddest bitch alive and that's exactly how I want to feel all the time. I never want to deny myself a feeling that way to make others feel more comfortable or make myself fit in better somewhere. I feel as if I fit in and I belong somewhere when I feel my best and I feel my best when I'm wearing what the fuck I want to wear. Number five, going off of that, stand up for yourself. If I don't want to wear the clothing that you want me to wear, I'm going to wear what I want to wear. If I don't want to be what you want me to be, I'm not going to be that. Kick rocks. I am always going to stand up for myself and what I believe in and have my back because unfortunately, there's a lot of people in life that are not going to have your back or ride for you the way that you could ride for yourself. There's been so many times in my life where I've had people in my close circle who I thought had my back, but when I needed them to stand up for me or be by my side, they kept their mouth closed because they didn't like confrontation or they didn't want to bump heads with someone else. And it felt so shitty because these people were supposed to be there for me. And instead of being there for me, they were so worried about how they would appear to others and how others would think about them. And it just made me feel like shit. Don't worry so much about how others perceive you and look out for your best interest and always do what's best for you, even if that means disagreeing and fighting with others. No one is ever going to look out for you the way that you can look out for you. Number six, kind of like how no one is going to look out for you the way that you are. No one is going to celebrate you the way that you will celebrate you. Whenever we succeed and we hit a milestone, we want others to be proud of us and support us. And of course, people that care about you and love you should be there for you and be supportive of you. But if you're not willing to celebrate you and show how big of an accomplishment it is, why would anyone else feel the need to do that? I used to be so scared of posting my accomplishments on the internet or sharing it with my friends because I didn't want to come off as bragging or conceited. But if I'm willing to cheer on other people, I need to be willing to do the same for myself. You quite literally need to be your biggest fan and biggest supporter. Number seven, make it a priority to spend time doing what you love. We're always so ready to do what others want and please them that we neglect what we want and what makes us happy. Wouldn't you want a partner who is down to do literally anything you want to do? Like imagine if you dated someone who was constantly telling you no when you asked to go out or do a certain activity or go somewhere special. Learn to be your own best friend and not rely on others to be your company. Be the company. Take yourself out and plan fun things to do with you. That's literally all you need. And while you're at it, number eight, spoil your damn self. Stop getting so caught up on these romance movies and books and fake characters that you fall in love with. Stop fantasizing about Mr. Right and this perfect man that's going to come along and do everything right and spoil you and kiss the ground you walk on. Literally be that person for yourself. Buy yourself flowers every time you go to the store. Fill every room of your house with flowers. 
A guy won't buy you flowers once? Buy yourself 10 bouquets. When you want something, buy it for yourself. Stop saving your money for other people and spoiling them to bribe them into loving you. And start cooking yourself your favorite meals. Start buying yourself four-course meals and wine and dine yourself. Give yourself the best self-care night or fuck it, spoil yourself to an entire spa day. Literally, whatever it is that you want, give yourself it because you are so deserving of it. I grew up telling myself that I was going to date a man that spoiled me as much as my dad did because my dad spoiled the fuck out of me growing up. And I was always told that I don't deserve any less from a man because of my dad. But I want my future daughter to think that way, but about herself. She will end up with someone and only someone who spoils her as much as she spoils herself because that's what she deserves and that's what every girl deserves and literally nothing less. Number nine is so fucking important and that is just to listen to yourself. I know it seems so self-explanatory, like shut the fuck up, I know. But like I said previously, I feel like we don't take the time to understand our emotions and how we're really feeling in the moment and why we're feeling that way because we are us. We're experiencing those feelings. So we should know why they're happening and how they feel. But it's just not that simple. And Emotions and triggers are very easy to ignore, especially when there's so much happening in your environment and other people and things affecting how you react. Just like you expect others or want others to listen to you when you need something or need someone, you need to do the same thing for yourself. No one in your life is going to be able to meet your demands if you don't even know what those demands are. No one is going to be able to comfort you and help you if you don't know what needs support. It's also just so important to show yourself that you not only listen to you, but you allow what you want and what you need. If your body is craving a certain food, learn to give it that food rather than restrict it. If your body is exhausted and wants to sleep, don't force it to go to the gym. If your body really needs rest, Don't force it to go out and party with your friends. Don't try to tell your body that you think you know better than it does because you never will. The only way that you will ever have a good and healthy, secure relationship with yourself is by communicating and listening to your body and understanding your body and yourself. I know that that's hard to hear because Some of us do think we know better than our body and it's easy to get in your head sometimes and want to push yourself. But if we just checked in with ourselves and communicated with how we actually feel, we'd realize that we're being giant fucking assholes to us, which takes us to the last thing on the list of how to fall in love with yourself. And that is stop being a fucking asshole and stop comparing yourself to others. How would you feel if you had a partner who was constantly comparing you to their ex or comparing you to other girls? How would you feel if someone was always telling you, no matter how great you are or become, no matter how successful you are, you will never be as great as other people? How and why 
would you ever feel like this person loves you? You would think this person hates you. So why talk to yourself this way? Why compare your journey to others when your lives are completely different? When you focus on you and your journey and you don't look elsewhere for direction or validation, you will fall so in love with yourself because that's the only place you're putting your energy towards. When you're in a relationship and you're so in love with that person, you're not looking around at other potential partners. Your eyes are glued to your partner because that's where your focus is. That's what matters to you and that's where your loyalty lies. Have more loyalty towards yourself and learn that you are enough as you are and you don't need to be like other people. You don't need to be living the life that other people live. You don't have to have what other people have. Everything that you are and everything that you have is enough and it's more than enough. I think what I want you to get from this episode is it's nice to have a partner. It's nice to have company but you will always be the best company for yourself. You don't have to feel alone just because you're single and you don't have to feel alone because you spend the majority of your time alone. You should always feel as if you are with your best friend because you never leave your side. You shouldn't have to feel as if you're waiting for a partner or you're waiting to be loved. If that's what you want, it will come when the time is right. But in the meantime, Devote that love that you're looking for towards yourself because when you love you, and I mean real, genuine, unconditional love, that is the type of love you will attract. There won't be any more settling and there won't be any more questioning how people feel about you. Because moving forward, if someone treats you any less than how you treat yourself, you will know clear as day how they feel and their intentions. Start giving yourself more credit for how fucking great you are and how deserving you are of good things. Stop allowing these people to make you feel inadequate and stop allowing them to control the narrative. You are not hard to love. You were just being loved by the wrong person and the only person that can love you the way that you deserve is you So stop resisting that love and allow yourself to fall in love with you. That is where I will be ending today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it and I hope it made you feel a little bit better if you were freaking out a little bit about being single this Valentine's Day. Even if you're not single, I hope this episode empowered you and inspires you to take yourself out on a date and start incorporating more of these ways on how to love yourself into your daily routine and start using your love languages on yourself. Loving yourself really is a choice and it's a choice that you have to make every single day, even the days that are super fucking hard and when you're super fucking mad at yourself, but you still need to choose to love you just the way that you would with someone else that you love. With all of that being said, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. If you like today's episode or you love Try Not To Care, Make sure to give it a five-star review on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Also, if you liked listening to me talk my shit today, make sure to follow me on my socials. My Instagram, TikTok, and YouTube are all in today's episode's description. As always, thank you so much for listening, besties. I love you so much, and I will talk to you next time. Bye, besties.